This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Barbara Jo Kammer has just released her second CD, Big Blue Sky in the Morning. She didn't release her first CD until she was in her early 60s. She got to work with guest artists Greg Blake and Daryl Scott for this production. Barbara Jo is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about the experience of making her second CD recording. Good afternoon, Barbara. Welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, Greg. I can't tell you how happy I am to be with you today. Yeah, thank you. It's good to talk to you again. We've done this before, and uh, so it's so much fun to have another reason to get together and talk again. Yes, I'm very excited to talk to you about my second album. Yeah, that is so cool. So I we, we've already talked in, in length, uh, but in case people uh, haven't had a chance to listen to the other one, give me a real quick... Uh, 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 background, this is your second CD, but your first CD, you kind of started a little bit late in life uh, recording your music, right? Oh, I sure did. Um, I was, uh, I believe I was 62 years old, and um, it actually was a celebration of 10 years in recovery from drugs and alcohol for me. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I had an opportunity uh, through Casey Groves, my producer in Lyons, Colorado here. I, uh, She's the one who really made it all possible for me to make my very first album called One Song at a Time. Mm-hmm. And the songs on that album, as well as on my second, are really a, a reflection of my journey in recovery, but it was really special the first to do to be able to do my first my first album and and have it be a, a celebrating ten years after after struggling for over forty years. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, that's so awesome. Yeah. So the the second um, second CD, uh, Big Blue Sky, is uh, certainly uh, an, another great milestone for you. Tell me a little bit about that project and and how it came to be. I don't remember. Was this did, did you did you have in mind uh, when you did the first one that you would like to do a second one? How, how did this second one come about? Well, I I was so happy uh, with the, having the opportunity to actually do an album, my first album, and I I knew at that time that I really would like would like to do another one, and it just happened to work out uh, timing wise for me to put out my sophomore album uh, this year. Uh, we released it June 1st, but I, I did 
I, I definitely enjoyed the experience so much and having the opportunity to go into the recording studio with all of these amazing players from Colorado's Front Range. I mean, the best of the best. Casey mm-hmm. knows them all. And and we were. I was so grateful to be able to have the same, almost the whole same crew for the second time around. Yeah, that's awesome. It was really, really exciting and wonderful to be able to reconnect with them. And at that time, we were able to go into the recording studio. It was before... Um, before this pandemic started, so uh, I was uh, really grateful grateful that we had that opportunity, especially with how tough things are now for it, for everybody in the music business oh and, my. And, and, yeah. and, and and just everyone, just everyone in the country and all over the world. So um, yeah, so I I knew that I wanted to continue. My my goal was just to. My goal really is to just to offer any kind of hope or comfort that I can uh, through my music, and, and I you, was. You kind of have a, yeah. a mission, anyway, right? I, I I think I understand and I remember that you do music therapy for elder folks. Is that right? I sure. Do. Yeah. yeah, that is my, that is my main amazingly wonderful job that I've been able to, uh, I, I graduated from Naropa in 2000 with my master's in, in music therapy. And so I've been, and I knew, I, I figured out when I was at school what population I really uh, wanted to work with, and it was elders. And so I've been going to the retirement communities uh, with all different levels of continuum of care and um, offering up my music and I take my bandmates. I did take my bandmates with me when we could all go inside and oftentimes there'd be five or six of us just having a great old time yeah. with the folks and a lot of lot of chair dancing and singing along. <laughs> yeah. A hoot and a holler and we really lifted people's spirits and and now um I go to the retirement communities and I sing outside and oftentimes it's through open windows. Um, we've also, I've also been in courtyards, you know, singing up to people's balconies. Hmm. And so it's completely different now, but I'll tell you what, Greg, I mean, I'm just really glad that I can do that by myself right now. My bandmates have come with me once when we went to a retirement community that had a huge, uh, indoor courtyard area and um and so we were able to socially distance all six of us and and do a, a really wonderful performance for the folks inside uh listening through the open windows and actually some of them did because they were quite far away they could come out and they could hear us we were all uh, we had our pa system going and our condenser microphones and everything worked out really well but for the most part the the uh, communities prefer to just have uh, me come, and I'm so grateful to my, I just have to say this, I'm so grateful to my husband because he carries my my sound equipment, sets it up for me, yeah. takes it down. He also gets up and sings with me. Oh, wow, on, that's uh, cool. Some of the gospel tunes. <laughs> oh, and they, the, the folks, they just love it when he gets up. To, <laughs> that's awesome. He's got a great voice and adds harmony, so it's, it's really I'm I'm happy to I'm so 
lucky, actually, to be able to do that. Yeah, now. yeah, and to be able to keep doing it, and certainly you are, you are offering a service that uh, to a community that has really been hit hard. When we talk about the music community being really hit, but the the elderly population, and, and especially depending on which state you're in, I mean, e- even in some cases, their families can't come in to see them. So to be able to bring somebody like yourself in from the outside and, and bring some sort of uh, distraction and, and some hope to them, I'm sure, is much appreciated. Yes, yeah, so most of the places that I go to, the, the, the families aren't able to... Uh, enter or a lot of them are like that so yeah it's um it's it's a it's a difficult situation for so many people right now but music you know music is is just so healing and uh i can't tell you how, how great i feel or, or the feeling i get when i can i can see their faces sometimes through the window and, uh, you know, I just... Yeah, I bet you can. That's cool. It means so, so much to me. Now, so. the, the music that you play for those folks, do you do you do some of your material off of your CDs, or uh, are you trying to uh, do cover material that reaches sort of their, um, uh, their generation? Generation. I do all of that. I do uh, classic country. I'll do the... The oldies from for for the greatest generation songs that they recognize and sing along with. They love the classic country. They love singing along in the songs that they remember. And then I also will throw in, you know, occasionally a song from from uh, both uh, both of the CDs. Yeah. And and they seem to really really appreciate that too. Yeah. And your band, if I've got this right, the Hippie Buckaroos is that the name of the band? Yep, Barbara yeah. Joe. And the hippie buckaroo. <laughs> and and you guys uh, actually got some recognition um, here not too long ago, right? As, as for your for your cover band work. Oh, we were we were in the top ten uh, for Colorado's cover band in 2016. So it was a little bit ago, but we were thrilled yeah. to be recognized. Recognize that way. Oh yeah. But you're also a fledgling songwriter too, yourself. Is that true? <laughs> that's a good, that's a good way to put it, Greg. I wrote my second song, my second recorded song for my second album. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the same title, and uh, I was inspired the exact same way uh, to write this song while I was walking my dogs around uh, Wanaka Lake here, that's so close to where we live. It's a beautiful little tiny lake, and we were up there almost every day with our dogs. And and it was a gorgeous fall day, and and then that just you know it just was a like a, a uh, an intervention of grace, and it just I just was very inspired, mm. you know. I was very inspired, and then so I was really happy to be able to write my second song, which is very short. <laughs> yeah, but that that's very short. Acapella with body percussion. Yeah. yeah, that's neat though that that you uh, that you got the inspiration that way to do that. Is that something that you um, would like to do more of? Is that part of where you hope to go with your career? Is is more songwriting and original material? I would very much like to do that. Um, when I was at Naropa, 
I did uh, I did have the opportunity to write a song with one of my music uh, therapy classmates for for another classmate's wedding, and and that was was really a, a wonderful thing to be able to do that. And I do recall early in my um, music therapy career writing a song for the uh, volunteers that were at this one um, wonderful place and because they were having a big celebration to honor the volunteers, and so I was able to write a little song, just, you know, a little song for them, and it worked out well. So, yes, I'd really like to work on my songwriting. Yeah. So the the new CD is uh, Big Blue Sky in the Morning, right? Is that the name of it? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to work with um, a couple of uh, noted artists, uh, Greg Blake and Daryl Scott. Greg Blake, Daryl Scott, and Molly O'Brien. Okay, yeah, wow, that's awesome. And so, and did yeah. they? Did they? Uh, <laughs> what What was their role in 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 helping you with the uh, the project? Adding their harmonies, and then uh, Daryl Scott added his harmony to revival, and Molly O'Brien added harmonies on on more than one song. Uh, she did the title song "Big Blue Sky in the Morning" that I wrote. She added a beautiful harmony to that, and then and then um, like two or three other songs on the album. And Greg and I did another duet together. So that song's called "A Perfect World." I told Casey that I was interested in in singing a song for my husband. Mm, and she she introduced me to this song called a, a Perfect World, written by Kate Campbell, and it's, it was beautiful, and it was perfect, and I'm so glad I was able to, uh, that, that Greg was able to um, be my duet partner once again, as well as add his amazing harmonies on other songs throughout the album. So, yeah, did, I just, I couldn't be happier about it all. Did you get to work with them directly in the studio, or was this more kind of remotely? I did. Yeah, okay. I got with with Molly and Greg, Daryl added his harmony. He's in Nashville, so that's a little harder right. for him yeah. or for me. He was able to, um, you know, add his harmony like we're able to do with the amazing technology that we have these days. And the album, so it's it hasn't been out very long, then, correct? Is it is it available now? It's available now on all the platforms and. Also on my website, uh, com, and um, it was released June first. So yeah, so it's only been a little while, not not too long though. What um, looking ahead, I, I know that we're we're kind of all still trying to figure out this pandemic and and what life looks like. But if 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 we get a if we get a, a quote normal life again here soon, what does it look like with you with the CD? Do you do you get to take the band and and take the music around? Are are you more still kind of predominantly working with the the uh, older folks in that community, or how does it look for you to get this music out to your fans? Well, we are uh, we are predominantly a music therapy band, um, but I have. But, but I also take my CDs with me everywhere I go, and um, I, have a, I had a, have a wonderful radio promotions person helping me with the 
folk radio side of things, and then also a great publicist from Nashville, Claire Atlas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, my friend Holt, you know, they, she helped me the first time around and um, and is helping me again. But, you know, to me it's mostly about if it can, if it can just help one person, um, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really about giving people some comfort and, and joy and maybe a little hope, especially now sure. with the way of our yeah. world is. Well, we certainly need need uh, a double helping of that with everything that's going on today. That's that's for sure. Yeah. What's do you have? Uh, do you have thoughts of what could be next? Do you want to? Is there a third project in mind somewhere out there? Actually, Casey and I have discussed that possibility, Greg. And uh, we just have, we're focusing mostly right now on second album but sure. absolutely like to i plan i hope and plan to do a do a third album yeah uh, yeah, yeah. my nickname my nickname is the singing cowgirl okay uh, with the album yeah so. <laughs> yeah and and uh I, I presume maybe trying to write again for that record too oh yeah yeah i have to do that and i'd like i would really like to have more than than just one song yeah. Uh, on yeah. The third album. So I've, I have my work cut out for me. But, you know, when it comes, it comes. And so I think it's, for me, it's about just being able to get myself into that um, precious place where I'm able to uh, receive guidance and inspiration, divine inspiration. Yeah. Because I truly believe that's what really happened for me both of these times. With, yeah. With the song for my for my first album and the winning side and now and now for big blue sky in the morning and yeah so, so, so i know that, that yeah yeah so tell us again um how, how people can reach out if they want to learn more about your um your music mission and if they want to listen to the new record get a copy of it what's the best way to reach you and get in touch well the best way is to go to my website BarbaraJoeCammer.com, B-A-R-B-A-R-A-J-O-K-A-M-M-E-R.com. And um, both my albums are there and also my story and my mission. And um, that's a good place to find me. And I am also have an artist page on Facebook. I have a, a channel on YouTube. So I guess I'm, I'm in all of the, the, the different places where yeah. artists get their music out, uh, the different platforms, Amazon, Spotify. Um, so, yeah, I'm there if, people, if anyone is interested. And, uh, all the regular places, yeah. All the regular places, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Barbara Joe. This has been fun getting to talk to you again, and, and uh, I'm so excited for your new record, and I'm, I'm glad that you... Uh, listen to the uh, to the spirit moving you to to write your next recorded song and and uh, certainly wish you the best with the music ministry and I, I hope you get to get the whole band together again soon with that too because I know folks certainly appreciate that. Well, I I know that we will, Greg, and uh, we look forward to that. And if anything, maybe we'll be doing something online, you know, through Zoom or yeah. just figure out how to continue to make sure we continue to get to our 
our wonderful folks in the retirement community. Yeah, very good. Well, thanks, Barbara. Thank you, Greg. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.